Well, hey there, fellow streakers. It is that time again. That's right, it's the podcast. And today, Jamie and I are going to talk to you a little bit about building your streaking floor. We've had a couple of recent uh, experiences that have allowed us that opportunity. So let's get streaking. Hey, Jamie, how you doing? Good, how you doing, Jeff? Good. So we're going to talk about building the streaking floor today. I know, I'm excited. Because this is something that we talked about extensively yesterday on our walk. <laughs> and it was quite the walk. It was quite the walk. We are on vacation, and we we picked an Airbnb. You picked an Airbnb that we thought was close. I thought it was closer to where we wanted to, to be we for, wanted our last to day. for our last day. Well, we got to tell everyone where we are. Okay, I mean, we're in Maui. <laughs> we're in Maui. But we just... leave Maui eventually, and that's sad. Yes, it is. But we were so we have an Airbnb. Um, close to Lahaina, where we wanted to spend our last day going shopping. But we didn't rent a car. Right. Because when we went to rent the cars, they were all gone. So we haven't had a car. So we were going to, um, we thought we were staying someplace where we could just walk and go shopping, which we are. Mm-hmm. We just didn't realize the walk wasn't a mile, that it was eight miles away <laughs> from where. <Yeah. laughs> we, did, we didn't realize <laughs> until we actually looked at it how far the walk really was. Yeah, eight miles in a car is not so bad, but eight miles in a walk is a little bit different of a story. Yeah, <laughs> I would say. So we mapped it all out, and 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 at first we're like, we can just and you and I both were doing this. Right. We're like we when we mapped it all out, we're like, okay, this won't be so bad. But then we looked close, and there was a couple places that there really wasn't sidewalk. Like you're on the main, the a main highway, and we're thinking, hmm, how are we gonna do that? So we were thinking, we should just Uber, and just go. And I was, I mean, I so I, I wrote a little post on this on our streaking app as far as welcome to my brain and what <laughs> I was thinking, and we had because we were just being very relaxed. It's very easy day. Yeah. We weren't doing much of anything, and I thought to myself. Well, I want to keep the streak going because we are at 356 weeks in counting of six days, uh, uh, six days of walking or running at least one mile. And so I thought, you know what? We, well, I want to keep this going. I didn't. I didn't think we want to keep this going. I was thinking, at what point am I going to walk today? Yeah, it wasn't that's a true. question of, of whether, whether or not. not. Yeah. It was more like, when am I going to do this? And so I thought, well, if we Uber, then I still have to find a way to put the walk in right. I'd rather feel like I'm you know walking towards where I want to go so that was my that was that my was your thought process, thought process? Yeah. not not like my thought process saying plus, this is it end of the streak <laughs> I'm done plus, and this is something else I want to talk about is that one of my favorite things about this streak is the opportunities that we've had in when we aren't at home to see things that I know we wouldn't have seen if we hadn't had this streak. Yeah. Because we were either went on a walk or a run. Right, right. And and that's what I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about. And then talk about what we talked about on the walk. Yeah, so um, just before we get to that, one of the things that I noticed as far as just my mental thought process that, that I think is important about the what we're talking about as far as the floorboards or the floor of a streak. Yes. Is I thought to myself, you know, I can run or walk a mile, not a problem, then I'll call it Uber. Because I wanted to inherently be at that state of rest, which is where we wanted to be in Hawaii, 
then I was able to give myself a reason to do just just or at least the one mile. I was able to tell my brain, hey, look, it's only one mile. That's all I have to do. And then as we got going on it, it was into the mile. We, you know, I thought, you know what? I can actually go another one right. or, or another couple, and it's not bad. And then I remember sitting down, and I tried to convince you that, you know, <laughs> we probably should get an Uber from here because there's going to be a, uh, a place where we can't really there, – there's not really a sidewalk, and there's not a place where we can – and I don't know. Walk easily. Walk easily. There yeah. we go. Yeah, that that's the word I'm looking for. And you you said to me, well, I think I showed you the route and everything. You said, I think we could do it. I know. I think I surprised you. <laughs> you did. I think you were like, but we're right here at this really pretty hotel where it'd be really easy for them to find us. And we could just call Uber right now and not have to go. The they other don't, four it, miles. It, they don't have to find our dead bodies later. <laughs> <laughs> they can find us alive right now and take us there. And I think as I as I think about that decision, I do think part of that decision was past experiences where I do feel like we've gotten to see cool things because we because we we did something a little bit unconventional. Yeah. So the so the the one mile in my brain turned into three miles, five miles, and finally eight miles when we finally got to the restaurant. I plopped myself down and had the greatest meal in the world. Yes. I don't know if it was the greatest meal in the world, but for me. It felt great. <laughs> it felt great. Because <laughs> we were eating on the seashore. We were, or we were actually on a little balcony out over the ocean looking at surfers and sailboats. And it was just absolutely beautiful. But I find I, I've I've found I've surprised myself many many times when I've looked at the at least part of this where it's the laughably simple part, and often it's turned into more than just the laughably simple. Talon recently interviewed over on our YouTube channel. If you get a chance to go over to Streaking Mastery at the YouTube channel, Talon recently inter- interviewed a private pilot, um, Corey Shaw mm-hmm. or Show, one of the two. And Talon talked to him about the laughably simple and why it's important to have the laughably simple. And what that means for him is he's had a journal streak for greater than uh, two, almost coming on two years, 584 days, I think is no, what he said. No, his journal streak was in the 800s. Oh, it was the 800. Sorry, yeah, I had that had switched in my brain. And how important it was that the laughably simple be at least one sentence, that I'm going to write in my journal at least one sentence, and that oftentimes he would do more than that. However, on the days when it was crazy and there was a lot going on and there's uh, an opportunity to let that go, at least the sentence gave him a win. It gave him that endorphin and the opportunity to keep going. And I think that's what I look at here. Now, going on an eight-mile walk, had I started thinking that way? Yeah. I, there, I wasn't... Without, without the out, without saying, once I do that first mile, I'm successful. And everything past that, I can stop. I can stop at any point after that first mile. It's fine. It's the weirdest thing, I think, that you give yourself permission to stop. But you're like, "Uh, I think I got a little more in me. I think it's the difference between when you're told to do something and when you're choosing to do something. When you're told, you feel like, oh, my gosh, someone else is imposing this on me. I have to do it. But when you have made the decision to do it yourself and... Once you once you pass that laughably simple, everything you're doing after that is a bonus. You it's you've decided, and and there's just something empowering about 
knowing that this is my decision and I, I'm still successful even when I stop. I've, yeah. I've kept the commitment to myself. Right. And I can stop at any point. And there's something about that that really allows you the opportunity to make that decision. And there are times that we do stop. We don't always do the eight mile, you know, the proverbial eight mile walk. Sometimes we're like, you know what? We are tired or hmm. we don't have as much time or whatever it is. There's times that we stop and you still are successful in those moments. But then there's all these these other times where you're like, I've got more in me and this is kind of fun or I really like doing this or I want to feel a certain way afterwards. But so much of that decision process is positive because you're making it for yourself and you have the freedom to do as much or as little as you need to and still be successful. Right, exactly. That's so that's so true. So you were talking so on the walk itself, you were talking about some of the things that we get to see. So what what were some of the things that you saw that you wanted to bring up that was kind of interesting? Well, I felt like this walk was kind of a metaphor for what I feel like streaking has been for me. So to start with, my favorite thing about streaking is that it really is a journey that that so much of it isn't just trying to get to a destination but it's the journey and the process and the things that you learn along the way. The things that you learn about yourself, the things that you learn about other people, and then the experiences that you get to have that you wouldn't have if you hadn't had a streak. And so I look at it and, and this, is, this is what I've loved about our walk-run streak when we keep the streak, when we've kept the streak places that aren't at home, is that we get to see things um, so to speak, like at a ground level, kind of, so to speak, where you're right in the midst of it because we've chosen to go out and walk or run in that location. Hmm. And so our walk started off just walking through where we were staying at our Airbnb. And then it kind of went to a more residential local area where we got to see some of the houses where people who live here all the time and, and look at the, the houses that I'm like, okay, these people live in Hawaii. Right, I wonder right. what that's like. And then, um, and then we transitioned to the beach, and and we spent what two miles along the beach. Yeah, it was about which that much. Which was interesting because because the beach was even the beaches in different locations are different, and so the beach we had stayed at two days ago was much more flat and a different kind of walk, where this beach was a little bit steeper, and and so and the waves were coming in greater than they had been the day before. But that walk was really fun to be Meaning along the Meaning that beach. she got wet <laughs> I did. because I got of a couple my surprise waves. <laughs> got wet, which I wasn't planning on. But it was also interesting that I was thinking, oh, this will be a great little walk along the beach. But interestingly enough, it ended up being quite the workout because of the angle. <laughs> it, it did it. And, and the amount of water that was in the sand. And, and so after two miles, I was ready to be done walking on the beach. I'm like, all right, I'm done with the beach. Let's do the sidewalk where we had this choice. And then there was one part where we walked past. We were able to go up on a sidewalk. And we stopped when we transitioned from the beach to the sidewalk. We needed to rinse off our feet. And so we were sitting there kind of getting our feet all desanded. And as we're looking out, we saw whales. I think that's a new word. Desanded. Desandified. <laughs> Desandified. Really but, but the whales. Yes. So we got to sit there and we watched the whales and we saw a woman feeding pigeons. 
right there on the beach, which was also fun. Also fun to see how how quickly those pigeons multiplied as she fed them. <laughs> yes. uh, we got to see sandpipers, which is another kind of cool bird that's along um, the ocean front. And, and then another kind of bird that I haven't figured out what is yet, but just, and then um, just being able to sit there and watch this, this time of year, there's a lot of whales. And we sat there for probably 20 minutes and would just literally watch the whales jump out of the water, land back on their back. So it was like this fun little moment. And when, and when she says watch the whales, we're talking about fully out of the water, big, huge humpback whales that would come up out of the water as if in the movies, which I only thought yeah. ever happened in the movies, but they actually are coming up out of the water. And one of the ladies that walked by, she was describing to us a little bit, because she had pointed it out that, hey, the whales are out there. And she said that what they're doing or what she had heard that they're doing is is scratching their back. Yeah. Is that as they come up out of the water, they, they come back on their back and scratch their back. But it was... Absolutely magnificent. Yeah. Really amazing as far as watching these whales jump up out of the water. So then we transitioned to another area that is more hotels. And and we walked past one of the most beautiful golf courses. It was gorgeous. And just to be Jamie there wanted and, to trespass on it. She wanted to. She, because, so this is where we ran out of sidewalk. <laughs> this was great. And, and I thought it was at first because it was close to the freeway. I thought it was a park. So I'm like, oh, we can just walk down this park and and we're great. And just like, that's not a park. I'm like, yeah, it is. He's like, no, it's a golf course. It's private property. We're not going to be able to do that. So we so we were able to find a place. So we're walking along now kind of a busy street. And we're getting passed all the time by people on their little mopeds, because that's also a cool thing in Hawaii. Everybody <laughs> drives a little moped. So that was fun, seeing local people driving close on the freeway, but in the little bike section on their mopeds as they drive around. And then we reached a point where we really ran out of sidewalk, and, and we had to almost bushwhack along this little place where we had to go through these grasses and under these trees. <laughs> and I was nervous we were going to have to walk on the busy street. The busy street is a highway, one of the highways highway. in yeah. Maui here that was full. I mean, completely full of traffic, going about 50, 55 miles an hour. Right. So, uh, so, we, come, so, so we come around and, and we see what was probably a homeless man. But he's sitting on the side of the street with a sign that says, I am literally Jesus. And I thought, how interesting. How interesting. Definitely had a thought about that. Yeah. So we come out of this little little place where we'd been bushwhacking. And I was like, oh, we're going to have to walk on the street, the highway. But then there was a trail that obviously people had had been on before. And so we come down around this little trail. And? And we... We come out in, on the local cemetery in the middle of a local cemetery. <laughs> and so we got to walk through the local cemetery and then back down through. And then we found what's called a rain garden, which is a way of capturing the rain. They create a garden area that captures the rain that falls, but also the runoff from the streets and um, the sidewalks. And then it funnels it down through this area that they've planted that allows the contaminants that are in the water to be absorbed more in the plants and in the ground so that those contaminants aren't going into the ocean. Which are ruining or Which just are breaking the down reef. the coral reef. Right. Yeah. And so that was fun to see a rain garden and to learn about rain gardens. 
And then we did reach a point that we did have to, I thought we were going to, again, have to cross over the, the barrier and walk on the street. But we ended up finding, so there was a little wall. I guess it was a big wall. It was a big wall. Where this, the highway <laughs> where either was on we our... were. Let me just describe this one. The highway was on our left. The ocean was on our right. And we were walking across the top of this wall. And we were either falling to our death on lava there was, rocks yeah, there was about on a the right. Break or we were off. stepping out into traffic to die. <laughs> and it was a little, it was about, how big do you think it was? About... It's probably about 18, to 18 inches. inches, yeah, 18, 18 inches, inches, maybe 24 inches that we walked upon on that this That we either path. had to, yeah, there was the barrier for the road. No, I, I didn't think you would do it. Guys, I did not think that Jamie would actually make this <laughs> this walk across us. Now, it wasn't long. It was, what would no, you say, a, too long. about 100 feet, yeah. maybe. And then it did end, and we had to cross the barrier. I was like, oh, we really are going to have to walk on the highway. And we did, but only for like... Uh, it was like, like ten two feet. Or three. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't I mean, it wasn't long. anything. And then we had reached Front Street, and where we, we wanted were there. to. And then we had made it the rest of the way. And yeah, we sat we down. Made another... So you had mentioned at the beginning of this that it's somewhat of a metaphor that you looked at, as far as a metaphor, either in life or a metaphor in streaking or a metaphor in some of those areas. What was your th What was your thought on that? Just all of these things that I got to see, and different different areas so and it, it, we really did go from literally one of the the nicest places in Maui these resorts and these golf courses that are absolutely amazing to passing the homeless man and his tent along the ocean that obviously was where he mm -hmm. where he lived and so just I feel like th that's kind of how life is. There's these times in life where you're in the best places. You're in the most You're in the best places emotionally. emotionally you're in the best places mentally, mentally physically, physically, whatever it is. Yeah. Like there's these times in your life that you're like, I am in the best place. And then sometimes you can walk a few feet and you're like, now I'm homeless on the side of the street. Just the, that emotional feeling of I'm those alone. ups and downs. There's no one that cares about me. It's very difficult. Yeah. And that that's that that's. But through the whole process is is this keeping of grounded, the, the streaks that are the things that I do to remind myself that this is who I want to be. Both in those times that are great and I feel like I'm kind of, you know, on the top of the world and through those times where are awful and I'm at the bottom and then everything in between and then those random moments where you're like, Oh, I don't know where this path has taken me. And you pop out at a local cemetery, <laughs> which is a place I would never voluntarily choose to stop and look at. But it was fascinating. Was the local the cemetery road. was fascinating. It was. It was a very I mean, neat the, place. I mean, the headstones that were there from a wooden cross all the way up to a Chinese, looked like a Chinese or Japanese, some Oriental type uh, headstone that was very tall and had Chinese writing. And I'm sure there was a lot of significance and... Uh, symbolism behind that but and that's what the other thing is I would stop and think about the people that you know maybe had lived in Maui their whole life and wanted to be buried by the ocean so it was just it was a neat and the, I guess the other thing I recognize is that we were we were striving to get to a place where we, we had a destination in mind but really the joy of yesterday was in the journey of it 
Mm-hmm. Once we got to the shopping, I was like, oh, we'll just grab a couple. And we honestly only stayed shopping for about at the actual well, we shopping. Had great, was we like had a great hour, dinner hour and then and shopping half. was an hour. Cause, and that's what we had planned to do is shop our last day that we were in Hawaii to get some souvenirs for the kids. Great souvenirs for the kids. We're bringing <laughs> stuff home, guys. But the, the, the really the joy of the day, and this is one of the things that I love, that I will remember specific things about Maui differently because of that walk. Yeah. And see things differently because of that walk. There were several times during the walk where I had mentioned to you that this is what I love about streaking is had I not the laughably simple walk or run at least one mile and had that as my base, as my floor, as my foundation, that I would have missed many of these different experiences along the way and the opportunities. And that's, you know, that's true not just for the walk run, but for so many other areas of my life. For example, in my professional life and what I do with professional streaks, I would have missed so many opportunities had I not had those as the floor, uh, reading a paragraph daily, writing at least one sentence for a book, uh, for a book, letter, or article. All of these, or making one contact in LinkedIn on a daily basis, you know, reaching out to one person. And also in my spiritual life, you know, reading at least one verse of scripture or reading at least, or writing it, I count this as part of my spiritual life, but writing at least one sentence in my B statement daily. All of these things are the foundation on which I can stand to reach and to experience so many other things. You and I were talking about how, and we've had, we've talked about this before on our podcast before about just checking the box and how sometimes we'll get the comment, well, are you just doing that to check the box? And the answer is yes. There's sometimes, we do do it to check the box, but why? Well, and even sometimes we get the comment and the comment can come from other people. But for me, sometimes the comment comes from myself. (laughs) <laughs> where I'll, I'll be thinking, I'm like, am I just doing this to... And oftentimes it'll come when I've had several days in a row where I have done the laugh of the at least, where I've done the least, I've done the least amount, and I haven't gone beyond it. And when that happens several, several days, sometimes turns into weeks in a row, that little voice inside my head will be like, are you just doing this to just check the box? Is this even doing any good? And as I was, as I was talking with you about it yesterday, I really had a, a thought that I think is, was really good and I wanted to share it. And that thought was, is, is that when we talk about the floor, a floor is an interesting thing because like you said, it's, it's what you stand on. Sometimes it's what you lay on when things are really bad. You lay down on the floor. Um, but it needs to be a place that is steady, a place that is flat, a place that you know doesn't have a ton of holes, a place that you know is going to be um, not moving. Like if you've tried to walk on a floor that is moving, there's a huge amount of uncertainty there. Well, I I remember one floor in particular that I, in a fun house at an amusement park where each side went at a different rate and you tried to walk on it. It was very Very difficult difficult. to walk on it. Or I remember uh, another place with the kids. We 
were at SeaWorld and we were trying to walk across one of those nets that they yes. have and that's with holes in it with and it was holes. very difficult to get across and I was unsure unsteady didn't know exactly how to do it I, my balance was off right and so as you set as you work on your streaks this laughably simple this at least concept is not just checking the box what it is is it's building a floor and when you start when you start a new streak oftentimes it is the at least because you're getting used to reminding yourself that you're doing it. You're adding something new. And so the visual for me of looking at every day that I do that as, okay, I'm adding a plank to my floor. I added a piece of floorboard to that floor that I'm creating. And when I start doing that, there may be times that at the beginning of a streak, because well, like you go on vacation and so so many people when they start streaks lose a lot when they go on vacation because it takes it's a total shift in what you're doing it takes times so now you've lost all these streaks and and you're like great I lost everything well you're rebuilding a floor and now you've got a little bit of a gap but don't stop building that floor start again putting the planks in one at a time mm -hmm. and then you've built and over time you start to have this foundational area in your life that becomes a solid floor. And there's times that you continue to just build the floor. You just do the at least for a prolonged period of time. And then there'll be another time that you've built that floor and now you have this solid surface to stand on to reach for something higher in that streak. Yeah. And, and, and that's where you're like, okay, I'm not doing the at least, I'm reaching, I'm actually doing a lot on this streak. And maybe I've even set a goal around this streak, something that's significant to reach for, but I'm always keeping that floor. I'm always reinforcing and building that floor, creating this solid foundation to stand on. Yeah, never to go beneath it. As we look at, uh, last week we, were, we talked with Chris Dancy, and as we talked with him, I'm the most connected man in the world, or the, and as he considers his record keeping and what he does as far as the streaks of his floor. I was impressed that every day he writes his journal and he talks about how he felt that day. And it can be a simple statement or it can be a paragraph or two. Mm -hmm. What that did for him is give him a basis and a foundation on which he could then start to make changes that he wanted to make toward who he wanted to be. The other thing that he did is on once a week, he and his spouse looked at their what had happened in the week and their intentions for the week. And that was the other floorboard that they had in place in order to continue to progress toward who they wanted to be. That's the beauty of the floor of the streak, is you never go beneath it. Now, one question that people may have and that maybe people may be thinking is kind of nuts. We're in Hawaii. And we're choosing to keep these streaks alive. We're, we're choosing to do it. Can't we just take a break for a little bit from the streak? I mean, why not? We've, we've been doing some of these streaks, like, for example, the run-walk streak is now over six years. Uh, why not just take a little break and then pick it up when we get back? So I think about... as I Does think that cause a little bit of uh, heart palpitation in you to think that you, would, you might not do it? Some of the, yeah, because of the ones that are longer that I'm like, well, I'm not going to break those. 
But I, but I also look at it and think, as, as you were talking, I was thinking about how I felt about doing my streaks, why I've been here. And taking a break, I would say in some of them, I haven't taken a break from doing them, but definitely probably half of them each day have been the at least. Like there haven't been a huge amount of mental effort put into them. Mm-hmm. I just do it real quick and like what are do you, what are some of the ones that you've done at least for me I started a journal streak and it's only it's it's currently 34 35 days old maybe a little bit more than that I've done the at least in that I've I've written a sentence cuz that's my at least right. for quite a few of those Um so I've I've loved keeping my journal cuz here's what I've loved is that I've kept a record of what we've done each day Uh-huh And so it's been fun to go back and see that in the different emotions that I've had as we've been here and I've been able to jot those down really quickly oh, and, wow. and so I've loved that um, keeping my scripture reading I haven't missed that while we're here even though for most of it it's it's not like I'm reading chapters of scripture it's been just five verses most of the days <laughs> although great. there were two days that I did enjoy sitting out on the balcony or the lanai it's called here in Hawaii the lanai listening to the ocean and having the chance to really read my scriptures for a while. Yeah. Like that was really great. I loved that. Um, Also, obviously our run walk, all the different places that we've been able to walk or run. I've had a couple runs that, okay. So that was a fun one because we got up early and went on a run. The first, one of the first days that we were here, when we hadn't adjusted to the sleeping, we got up early. We did a, a dark run through the of a moonlight run, run. That was really fun. But when we came back, there was a group of people doing yoga on the beach, and I jumped in and did yoga on the beach of, of Maui. It was amazing. Which you wouldn't have otherwise. Which done. I would not have otherwise done had I not been out. And that's doing I think that's that what you're streak. talking about when you talk about the metaphor of the floor. There's so many times where when you have that floor, you start walking on it and you realize that you can do so many more and you come across so many other different things that you can participate, in which you can participate. Right. And I think the thing that I have loved the most is, I think that's why when we were on the walk yesterday, I was thinking so much about the floor because there's been a lot of my streaks that I am doing the laughably simple part of it. But even being far away, I'm still thinking about the things that are important to me. Yeah. At least for a moment. Mm-hmm. And, and, and thinking, it's not that it's just checking the box. It's that I'm keeping that floor strong and consistent. And it's not that I have to be reaching 24-7. I don't have to be constantly putting myself in this place that you've got to be striving to do this, and you've got to be striving to do this, and you've got to be reaching for this. Instead, I can do something laughably simple every day that reminds me that it is important to me and, and, I'm, and I'm doing it real quick because I'm someplace else that, that I've got a lot of right. other things I want to be doing that I won't have the chance right. to do when we get home. Right. <laughs> but I still have the opportunity to remind myself, oh, this is who I want to be and I'm just going to do tiny little thing to contribute to that and then I'm going to bed mm-hmm. because I've had a great day. As we've... Um been here and as I think about the question that I asked you as far as why keep these streaks alive on vacation or when you are outside of a regular environment, I think about the opportunity to stop doing them altogether 
even when I'm on vacation. In other words, I take a vacation and it goes even further than that because I've given myself permission to not do it anymore. And this gives me permission to do it at least the floor of the streak so that I can keep it going because I don't want to miss out on so much more that we have available. So, which I love, I was thinking as you were talking, my streak, my geography streak is to review one thing in geography daily. Yesterday's geography streak came, or what I did for the streak, and I didn't, was while we were in the Uber, you had asked where our Uber driver was from, and he Mm. was from the Philippines, and then you asked, oh, what island in the Philippines? And as he was telling you where you were, you pulled up the map on, on Google Maps and you were looking and you're like, oh, is this the island that you're on? Right. I looked over at the map and was figuring out where he lived. That was my geography streak yesterday, was talking to the Uber driver about where he lived in the Philippines and just taking a second to notice what you were asking and be like, oh, where in the world is that? And where... And, it, and haven't you been studying that area of the yeah, world anyway? it did. So it was great. I was like, oh, okay, I know about Malaysia and I know about Singapore's close and just and it brought a whole thing of why migrate from the Philippines to Hawaii and inspired a whole conversation with the Uber driver so again this opportunity to talk to him but also for me to recognize that my geography streak can happen in the midst of talking about other stuff as well yeah just by and noticing oh look I want to take a little bit of extra time to notice that. But that was it. I didn't go back and do more right. on that streak last night. That was, that that was, was my geography streak, streak yesterday. Yeah. I think that that's part of what you talk about, too, is the mindfulness that you have, that it's top of mind, that it's areas where you really want to have in the conscious brain or in the frontal lobe part of your brain where you think about it. And the mind share that you spend on it helps you to continue to develop yourself in the areas of who you want to be. Right. Because you you do, for example, the geography streak because it helps you to feel like you're continuously learning. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, and it helps me to feel... Or that's Because that's who you want to be, as someone who's continuously learning, someone who's learning about the world yeah. or other. Yeah, it helps me just to have a map of where things are, or where people are from, or where I am in relation to the world. Hmm. And, and it just, I don't know, kind of helps me feel grounded, I guess. Knowing, yeah, knowing where things knowing are. Where it's at. But I love that how much I've noticed with this vacation, and particularly that the streaks are things that I want a part of my daily life, and that wherever I go, I can take them with me and do them at some of them at a minimal level that just keeps them alive and a part of it, even though it's not something I necessarily want to spend a huge amount of time on right now versus other times where I'm like, I am in some place new and this streak has provided an opportunity to see something or be a part of something that I would have totally missed had I not had this as part of my life. I wanna go back to something you just said as far as I'm not gonna spend as much time on them right now. I just, I recently wrote an article about this regarding Uh, Franklin Covey has the time matrix and the time matrix talks all about how you allocate time toward important tasks and how urgent tasks often will take from that time that you want to put on important but non-urgent tasks and they divide this into quadrants. Quadrant one are the urgent important tasks whereas quadrant two are the 
important but non-urgent tasks. Mm -hmm. And then you've got quadrant three, which is, as you look at it, they're not important, but they're urgent. And quadrant four, which is not important and not urgent. <laughs> to give you an example of that one, binge watching a series. <laughs> Probably not, not urgent and not, not urgent. urgent. And what I would look at is less valuable mm -hmm. than what are some of the highly valuable ones. What I have found is that it's not about time at all. It's not about the time that you spend an area. It's the activities that you choose to do. And I want to have a lot of quadrant two activities. And I recognize that the streaks that I carry are the quadrant two activities. They're the important non-urgent things. They're also the important and not drawing me in things like uh, surfing social media or binge watching a television series, but they're important. And I want those in my life every single day. I won't necessarily spend a huge amount of time on them every single day, right. but I have them in my life every single day. That's really and good. so the matrix is more an activity matrix. And what's the activity that I have going on? There's some days where, yes, I absolutely have quadrant one activities that are going to take a lot of time. Mm -hmm. However, that does not sacrifice what I'm doing with my streaks which is what I think we've been talking about here through this entire podcast is that is the floor. The floor is the important activities that I want in my life every single day, no matter what, because it helps me become who I want to be. The other thing I was uh, talking with Chris McChesney about this author of the four disciplines of execution, really close friend of ours. And he was saying, what you're doing with streaking is overcoming entropy that everything is you know, moving towards a state of chaos. It's, right. I was thinking about this last night, I'm or, gonna write an article on this, where if you leave a house completely unoccupied and empty, it will decay. It doesn't stay in a pristine condition. Stay, Even right. if you left it in a pristine con condition, it will eventually decay and fall to pieces. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is metaphor for our lives is that unless we're doing something on a regular basis, striving to become who we want to be, then... Everything it, is moving towards that state of decay. And if you ignore it and leave it alone, it's not like it stays where you left it. It gets worse. And that's gets so worse. frustrating. Come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> why can't, why can't, can't, doesn't it count that I ran, that we walked eight miles yesterday? So shouldn't that count for today or maybe for the next eight days? Right, right. <laughs> Spread it out over the eight days. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's really great. This, this, I, the, the, this idea that's streaking curbs entropy it gives you a, an active way to fight this natural so significantly huh yeah i like that and as it, and we'll develop that more as we look at it because it's a, it's a really that's big a idea yeah that's a teaser we're going to be looking at it more but it, it, it's a really big idea that helps each one of us to look at the streaks and to say these are the things that i want in my life on a regular basis and back to the activity matrix Sometimes I'm going to spend a lot of time on those, and sometimes it's a little time, but it's always going to be, and the act of doing it every single day or weekly or even monthly, as you got daily, weekly, and monthly streaks, it's the compound interest over time over that time. adds up to a significant amount in our lives. 
And I loved when you wrote that article. You you included a graphic, I think, that uh-huh. showed the the quadrants sometimes bigger and smaller based on the ebb and flow of life. Yeah. And that that's really that sometimes a huge amount of time is spent on those urgent and important. But yet the activities that are important but not urgent still get done. Or even those times where 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 we do spend a significant amount of time in the not urgent and not important. <laughs> yet those activities that are important to us still are getting done. Absolutely. That was it. And you have a dynamic picture that shows. And to me, yeah. that just represented how life is, is that we don't always have as much control over the amount of time that we have to spend on things, but we can always do that laughably simple activity. Yeah, always. Always. Well, everyone, we have had a great time talking with you, and we actually have to get ready to leave Hawaii. I know, sad days. <laughs> sad days. I mean, happy. We get to see our children again. Yeah. <laughs> I am happy about that. You I'm are excited. excited we are looking forward to get getting uh, into the the rhythm of life back in Colorado uh, for a little bit. But anyway, thank you so much for uh, tuning in today. And if you haven't had a chance to get over to streakingmastery.com, it's been completely redesigned. Talon has put up there on the the streaking feature that he did with the private pilot. And we're gonna have more of those as we go along. Also, we're gonna have some exciting, we had Chris Dancy last week. We've got a couple of more great podcast interviews that are coming up as well as one that we're very excited about. Whitney Johnson's gonna be on the show in just a little while. We're excited about that one. And last but not least, the opportunity for you to download the new app. Now, if you've already got the app, know this, that it's gonna be upgraded uh, coming up very quickly here. Right now, developers, I talked to them yesterday, we're about the last week in January, we're deciding you know, if there's anything at all that would delay that, currently we're on course. That'll come out with a full new social uh, content, social media content to it that will increase our connections and increase the opportunity we have to celebrate with each other our streaks. So until that time, we hope that you have a fantastic day and a wonderful week. Until we talk again. So